I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship But once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called the Mariner's Call. What a blessing to be with you from the banks of the Bon Secours River from the southernmost part of the state of Alabama, right here on Alabama's Gulf Coast. We can almost take from our facility here, throw a rock. Well, we can throw a rock in the river. And the river flows in the bay and the bay and the ocean. It's so good to be with you. Uh, God bless you for being there. Uh, our thought from the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 78. This week, I'm going to ask the question, who is guiding your life? And I hope you can tell me like David of old, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. Uh, how are you? And uh, are things well with you? Hey, if you'd like to check us out, uh, if you have access to a computer, uh, if you just take that old keyboard and push down F-O-M-M dot O-R-G, that'll bring you just straight to us here. You can sort of check us out a little bit. I'm checking some of you out right now. I'm looking at a lot of your pictures. Some of you have, some of you do this from time to time, and then there's weeks and weeks and months or so, an exchange of photos. If you give me a photo, you said, Brother Mon, we listen to the program on a regular basis. Don't necessarily like it, but uh, I do listen to it. Uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, uh, if you send me a photo, i put it here. I have a collage of pictures behind the microphone, which sort of helps me. A little different than some broadcasters. Sometimes we just close our eyes and pretend the people that's there. But I open my eyes. I'm looking behind the microphone. I'm actually looking at some people that's listening to our program right now. Isn't that good? Hey, send us a photo. I'll exchange photos. And we will not make comment as to what our photos look like, by the way, also. All right? You have to promise me that. And uh, you say, what are you saying? Uh, people say when I send them uh, what I look like, I said, Brother Mon, you don't look like you sound. Well, you probably don't look like you sound. Some of you don't look like you, what you write. But what's that got to do with anything? I'm just tickled and glad that you're there. Psalm chapter 78. Whoever can do anything for you, you can also write to us snail mail. I like that mail too. Just as good as that electronic mail, snail mail. Some of them may be a little bit more personal at times. Ah, uh, the office man goes out, goes to the post office, comes back and said, you bring me any good stuff? And he knows what I mean. Uh, letters, especially from the radio. Write to us. Our announcer at the end of the program will give you an address whereby you can correspond with us if you'll just stay aboard here just a few more minutes. Psalm chapter 78, at the right, of course, is David. It says, but he made his own people to go forth like sheep and guided them. And then it said, and he led them on safely. Then it says, and he brought them to the border of his sanctuary. It says he guided them, led them, brought them. You know, we come into this world needing help. Now, I know kind of hurts our pride at times, but don't you remember how you first came into the world? You said, no, 
Well, neither do I. But I hope there was a time I was a baby. My mama said so. There are some pictures of such years and years ago for this preacher right here. I have a picture in the office of my mother uh, holding me as a little baby. I I almost uh, didn't make it in life. I had uh, some surgery, and if it had not been for the grace of God and just God knowing, I guess, what he was going to call me to do, I, I, I just would not have uh, even lived, even as a child. But as, as a little baby, don't you understand that a little baby cannot make it on its own? I mean, out of the womb of a mom. What's going to happen? If there's nobody to help, the baby's going to soon die. And basically, we're like that in life, even as we get big. Now, I've had some people just get mad at me when I say this. I've had people say something like this as we try to tell them they need the Lord. They say, it's my own life. I make my own decisions. I go where I want to go. It's my own. I've heard them say that. It's my own life. And they say that, I mean, really, uh, uh, meaning it almost down to the depths of their hearts, you know. But this world is like a jungle. As we walk about life, my friend, as far as the jungle is concerned, uh, danger in the jungle. We think about dangers to get lost, danger as far as the animals, danger as far as just the elements are concerned. And uh, it, it's like a jungle. For that being true, we need a guide. Jeremiah chapter 10. I like the statement made here. Jeremiah, of course, is an Old Testament prophet. And uh, his prophecy concerns the nation of Israel. But every once in a while, you read through all of it. That's why you need to read the Old Testament. There's good, some good principles back there that's good in any age. Jeremiah said this, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. Oh, that is my pride. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. My, it hurt my pride more. What are you saying? Jeremiah is saying, you do not have enough knowledge to guide your own life. I'm not saying you're ignorant. I'm talking to some intelligent people. I'm, I'm sure of that. But he says, in a spiritual way, you do not have the ability. You're in the Bible. You're described as being like sheep. A sheep needs a shepherd, you know. You say, well, I'm the shepherd myself, my friend. You need the heavenly shepherd. You're not likening to a shepherd. You're likening to sheep. And as far as this world is concerned, we don't know our way around. It's not in man that walketh to direct his steps. I don't have the ability to discern and decide as far as my life is concerned where to go and what to do. It's not in me. God did not make me with that ability. I'm made dependent upon God. If you're God's child, he, my friend, is your shepherd. If you're not God's child, he wants to be your shepherd. You know, mankind can be guided by one of three different ways. Let me make this as, as elementary as possible. Remember our text says that made his people to go forth like sheep and he guided them. Who's guiding your life? You can be guided by one of three different ways. You can be guided by your senses, your own will and choice, or you can be guided by the Lord. Guided by my senses. You know, that's what most people are guided by. You know, science tells us we're part of the animal kingdom. I said science tells us that. Hence, we possess five senses. We think about an instinct. Uh, what, are, what are my five senses? I have sight and hearing and touch and smell and taste. And my friend, people exercise those all the time in this life, and that's what they make their decisions by. My friend, aren't you more than an animal? You said, well, what are you talking about, Brother Munn? 
We spend our lives exercising our senses if it looks good, if it sounds good, if it feels good, if it smells good, if it tastes good. These are things that govern an animal's life. Sad to say, people in this world go the same way as an animal. We're more than that. People, you ought to see people, how they purchase things. Salesmen look for folk to come. We'll say a car lot. Uh, you know what, people? You know what is the factor in people buying a car nowadays? It's his looks. Does it look good? Uh, sound good, feel good, smell good, taste good. That's what governs most of our choices. Then, surely, you understand you're more than just uh, someone that can exercise a sense about something. You, you have a will, uh, will and choice. Uh, we differ from, mankind differs from animals. We have the ability to reason, to discern, to judge, to examine. As we grow into maturity, our mind develops, and we give more thought to our ways than just our senses. Hence, we think about buying a car. Not only does it look good when you mature. Now, for a young person, why do they buy it? You don't buy some ugly old-looking car, you know, some color they don't like, you know. Uh, But uh, we, we think about adults. What do we do? We think about the purchase of a car. Oh, the big thing with me is, (laughs) number one, the price. Can I afford it? Uh, Do I need this? Is this going to meet my need? You said, what are you doing? I am, I'm using my, uh, my will. I'm, I'm using my ability to be able to reason and discern and judge. Now, once again, that's what people use in life. They use their senses. They use their own will and choice. Hence, when it comes to religion, you know what people do? Religion says something like this. Choose the church of your own choice. And people do that. They say, well, I like these people. I like these people. I like these people. Go, their buildings are better. And I like this and this and that. Our own will and choice. We decide what we like and what's comfortable with us. Once again, that's a trap. You said a trap. Why? Because God said, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. I, I would ask a person, I said, why are you part of that religion? You said, that's what I want, my friend. And never do they ever consider what God wants or what the Bible has to say. All right, you can be guided by your senses, your own will and choice, or you can, be choose, you can choose to be guided by the Lord. You can choose to confess, Lord, I don't know. I do not know what to do here. Hence the decisions of life. We think about our major decisions of life. We, we present them to the Lord. We bathe them in prayer. And uh, there's some practical down-to-earth things that the Lord, yes, he surely gives you enough sense to do and some things that you do every day that, uh, uh, you know, the Lord uh, uh, looks at you to the point whereby some of your prayers you can answer yourself. But I want to show God that I'm dependent. I want God to understand that I am dependent upon him, that he is my shepherd. And you know what the Lord does? If I can say the Lord is my shepherd, you know what God does? He uses my senses and my will and choice, and he guides them by the Holy Spirit. Isn't that something? The Holy Spirit then begins to work with these things that God has given, God has given me. We think about, we think about uh, my senses as far as taste is concerned. You know, there's some things that I do not like as far as taste is concerned. You know what I like best as far as taste? I like sweets. I love sweets. You know, if you want to get on my good side, you, you send me a box of candy. I guarantee you I'll like you immediately. You know, but 
as far as my mouth is concerned. Uh, you know what the Holy Spirit tells me? I need to put something in my mouth that's healthy. You understand? So it's not that we throw our senses aside. Uh, it's not that I throw my will and choice aside. I, I surrender these to God and that the Holy Spirit moves in these realms as I submit myself unto the heavenly shepherd because, my friend of the Bible, I, I want to get to the point where I can uh, understand the statement made here by David in Psalm 78. He, he m made his own people to go forth like sheep and guided them, and he led them on safely. I want that. I want God to guide me. I want God to lead me on safely. And then he said he brought them to the border of his sanctuary. My friend, I want to find the land of milk and honey right here. I want to find what God wants me to do right here. I want to experience the will of God in my life here, that I might please God right here. I want to do something for God here. I want that spiritual Canaan here. I want to find that spiritual Jerusalem right here. Now, I know we have that on the other side. But my friend, I want to have God to guide me every day here. It's not in man that walketh to direct his steps. You don't have the ability to do it, sir. You need the heavenly shepherd. Why? What's wrong with just bowing your head and just saying, God, I confess I have need of leadership. Some of us as Christians, shame on you. You know why you know you need the shepherd? Because you look back and look at all those decisions. Look at the mess you made out of your life at times. I'm glad I can say it. I want to say the Lord is my shepherd. Who's guiding your life. If there's any way ever we can help you, please feel free to correspond with us. And we have to say, as we say every week, until next week, sort of the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.